My name is Faith and I'm with Blue Bonnet Home. And today we have Reese Snall with Willow Painting. Good morning, Reese. Hey, good morning. How are you? I am good. I'm sitting here with my second cup of coffee. So life is happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your second cup. I'm still trying to finish my first cup. And I've learned to drink iced coffee because that's the one way I can get it down. Oh, do you like iced coffee or do you prefer hot coffee? Um, my husband says that I prefer the idea of coffee, uh-huh. that it's, it's more of like the smell and the ritual that I like, not so much the actual drinking of it, gotcha. but I do drink it if it's iced. I'll, I will finish the drink. If it's hot coffee, um, I forget about it and it gets left and it eventually becomes iced coffee and I never finish it. Oh, Okay. Well, see, I'm the opposite. I only drink the hot coffee and I just, it's going to sound like a sales pitch, but I promise you it's not. Uh, My mom gave me an Ember coffee mug for my, uh, I guess it was Mother's Day. And it has been like one of my top gifts my entire life because it keeps my coffee hot for like two hours. So I don't stick it in the microwave and reheat it 15 times. It's, it's like the most wonderful thing ever. Well, you need to have two cups of coffee with four children. Yes. 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 It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, we've got four kids. Um, My oldest is a senior and I have no idea how that happened, but here we are, uh, senior year. And then my, so I have one boy, he's my oldest. And then I've got three girls. Um, she's, my next one is a freshman. And then I've got a seventh grader and a fifth grader. So we're all over the place with lots of schools, lots of different seasons of life. And it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So you're married, you work inside the home and you work outside the home and willow painting is your company like how did you how did that start willow painting yeah it's a it's a pretty in-depth story because uh, i had no visions of ever running a painting company when i was younger but um my husband and i got married and he was doing insurance for like the first 10 years of our marriage and we were having babies and living a great life. And we've also been a part of a local church here since we've been married and very involved there. And all of a sudden, just as the Lord was moving in our hearts, he really started drawing my husband into full-time ministry. And so at that time, I was also pregnant with our fourth, kind of out of the blue, just unexpectedly and living in shock. And my husband came home one day and said, I actually think I am supposed to step into full-time ministry and leave this insurance gig that I've been doing for the last 10 years, which he had built a really great business over the last 10 years. He was really good at his job. And we had all of these, you know, future plans and what we thought our life was going to look like. And then bang, it just changed, you know, in a day. And so we started praying about it and processing it with lots of friends and family and mentors and finally did come to the conclusion that this was exactly what the Lord was calling us to and did not know how it was going to work out financially. 
but just trusted that God was going to provide. And so he stepped out of insurance. And with that, he was also given a five-year payout. And that's just how his firm was set up to where it's like he sold his book back to his firm and they paid him monthly for five years for the total amount of that. And we really just saw that as a gift from the Lord to just say, hey, you can you can do this immediately and financially. I'm already going to take care of you for the like you've got a buffer here. And we knew that that there was going to be something that I was going to do to just help supplement income and provide for our family. But like I said, I was um, another brand new mom again to a fourth child that I was not expecting. And then, you know, had three little ones as well. So it was a lot for me to just wrap my mind around doing anything at that time. (laughs) Yes. He had a five-year payout and we just took that time to one, get our feet into what full-time ministry looked like, because that is a huge transition of its own. Um, And we, you know, we're not trying to worry too much about finances in the beginning. We just, we knew that we had the time to figure that out. And along the way, I had just dabbled in some interior design, decorating, staging sorts of things with a friend. It had, it'd become a hobby of mine and it was hers as well. And then we just actually started doing it together for clients and for friends. And it was in that time that I started recognizing my love for painting because I was just stunned at what you could do with a space with paint, how you could transform a completely, you know, blah space to something that was exciting, that reflected personality really popped or you know just spoke to whoever it was that we were working for at the time and my father-in-law also had a painting company so it was just it was kind of one of those holy echo sorts of things that was happening where we were watching what he was doing really starting to get interested in what he was doing and then I was finding that I really had a passion for that actual part of the home transformation process and It was one of those, my husband came home again from work one day with the light bulb on and said, I think we're supposed to start a painting company. And let's just remember that I have never had a dream of my own to start a painting company, run a painting company that was never a purpose in my life or a vision. But when he said it, somehow it just connected all the dots for me. And I was like, you're right. This is totally what we're supposed to do. And again, just because of the connection to my father-in-law, it was a very easy start because he had connected us to a fantastic painting crew who had all of the experience because I for sure did not have any experience running a painting company, knowing how that works. Um, I didn't have any experience, you know, even writing up a bid. I didn't know how to even price something like that. And so my brother-in-law, who was actually running my father-in-law's painting company, gave us a lot of pointers, trained us, you know, taught us what he did. And we just duplicated a lot of that in the beginning. And uh, I remember when we first were just dreaming about the company, my husband and I would just say, man, if we could just, you know, get one or two jobs a month. That would be fantastic. You know, that would just supplement 
our income the way that we needed it to and give us some financial breathing room. And, and it would be so cool to just have that running. Yeah. Well, if it's okay, I'd like to talk about how we know each other because I'm in Denton and you're in Denton and we actually used to live in the same neighborhood. And if it's okay with you, I want to tell people a little bit about that. So absolutely. Sure. I, I didn't know, I didn't know you, like I've seen your car or your SUV and it says Willow painting and I knew who you were and we have friends in common. So I always knew like, Oh, I need to meet her. Oh, I need to meet her. Oh, I know. Well, I haven't met her. Who's Reese Null? And so I would hear your name around town. Like, Oh, I need to connect with her because of my line of work and your line of work. And then there was, I look at real estate every single day. It's my passion. I love houses. I love homes. I love spaces you can lean into and live in. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always looking and investigating. And so of course, a house comes on the market in our neighborhood. I want to see what it looks like. One of my friends listed it. So I, I told her, hey, I'll come to your open house. She's like, great. I check out the house. It's so cute. It's <laughs> not my personal style. It's a little bit more modern. Yeah. But I loved it. So I showed up at the open house. And I mean, it was all I could do not to want to buy it because... <laughs> The colors were done well. The environment was so beautifully done. The backyard was an oasis. It hit all the spots except for it just wasn't my quote unquote style. Mm-hmm. We weren't at the we weren't at the point in our lives where we were thinking about buying. We were just investigating. And I just remember thinking, this is going to be a future neighbor that's going to be moving in here. This is such a cool house. I'm just going to pray that about the future owners. Like, I know these people want to sell their house. I want them to sell it, but this is such a cool house. I want the right people to get this house. So I prayed for the future buyers of that home, not knowing like it was your home. And then there was a home in another neighborhood, the actual neighborhood, our family has a desire to move to. So of course I'm stalking that neighborhood all the time. <laughs> and again, there's a really cool home that comes on the market and I saw it and I could already see what needed to be transformed in that home, but it was going to take a particular buyer to be able to nail it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, God, I really want the right buyers for this house. Like it needs to keep the integrity of the home intact. It was such a cool I don't necessarily want to say mid-century modern because, but it's more seventies style. It's just such a cool house. And I called my girlfriend who's a, who's the realtor and she goes, Oh yeah, I can't say anything, but yeah, the house is already under contract. Like we've got the buyers and Mm -hmm. you're going to be happy about it. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad not knowing that I was praying for your family the whole time. I had no, I had no connection to you other than I was just so excited about the spaces. I, I wanted somebody to be in the houses that would be excited and would have a fondness and a love for all the hard work. And Mm -hmm. then in this other house, I wanted somebody that would appreciate and keep the integrity of the home intact and would have the sensibility to, um, just, 2.0, you know, just make it better, but not take all those things away. And so that's how my relationship with you started was me praying for you. And I didn't even know who you were. 
And I love that so much because when we decided to sell our house, it was such a leap of faith because we had no intention of ever selling that house originally. We just, you know, life is so full with four kids. And when they're in the elementary and middle school years, all you want to do is just soak it up and, and not move because <laughs> moving is crazy and hectic and you lose time before you realize it. You know, you've blinked and a year has gone by. And so we weren't necessarily looking to move. But again, it was just one of those God moved our hearts before we were really thinking about moving. And um, it was a total only God story with the selling of that house and then the buying of our new house. So it gives me chills knowing that you were part of that process before we even knew each other, that you were praying into it and part of why the way everything happened, happened. Oh, I really did. And I don't normally just pay for like random houses. I mean, I've been praying for our next house for uh, for a long time, mm -hmm. but I've never prayed for a stranger's house. I mean, that's <laughs> not like, I mean, I'll hope. I'm like, oh, I hope somebody good gets this house, but I, yeah. I let it go. No, mm -hmm. I mean- it was laid on my heart to pray for it. And that's what, I mean, that's what I did. But do you have any special projects that you've done that just stand out to you? Like if there are any favorite spaces that you've done with, that you've transformed with paint or paint color that you can talk to us about? Yeah, I have. It, it's kind of interesting because I, I have a few spaces that come to mind. And actually one of them is my own, if I can be safe yes. and say that. Absolutely. But yeah, we have had so much fun working on our new home. And it's, uh, I did a little bit of research because I really wanted to know exactly, you know, the architecture of the home and what people, you know, what it was technically considered. So we have an 80s contemporary home, a California contemporary home is specifically what it is, which means we have lots of different levels. We have tons of windows and angles and it's funky and it's so me and my husband. It's everything we could have ever hoped for in-house. And I'm so glad that you can say that we have maintained some of the original vibe of the house because that was totally what my desire has been throughout this whole process. So we've done some really cool things here. We, I think probably my most favorite project we've done as far as painting and carpentry is, is actually on our exterior. We just painted all of it and it's stucco house. So literally all of it got painted, you know, top to bottom. My carpenter added these really cool cedar accents, the vertical slats that are going up and down and wrapped the front porch in cedar. And then we have the two-tone colors. So iron ore is one of my go-tos. I have it inside and outside on my house. And then the other color we used was paved stone and both both of those are sherwin williams colors and then another fun project we did inside was ripping out the old wood staircase that was covered in carpet mm -hmm. we tore that out and my carpenter put in a floating staircase and it's absolutely sick i love it and we have these really funky old handrails that were made for the house. They're very 80s. You know, they're, they're, they have the curved lines. There's nothing straight and edgy about them. And I went back and forth on taking those out and putting in, you know, something actually modern. 
but we came back to man these were made just for this house there's nothing else like them and mm -hmm. so we've kept them and i'm so glad that we did i am uh, they're like literally one of my most favorite parts of the house but we've done a lot of other things here but those are two of my favorite projects and actually one that we just finished up last week it didn't have anything to do with the I would say the transformation because we didn't really transform the house we restored it and it yeah. was a real special project where the husband had come to us he just he had read about us um you know looked at our reviews looked at our work and said you guys are the ones that i need to be in my house doing this project but his wife is severely handicapped she has become more handicapped over the years her body has just been kind of being depleted by the disease that she has and she's a hundred percent in a wheelchair and he just said i need you to come in and restore these rooms that she sees every single day i want it to look the way it did when she she was the one that designed the house yeah. and had the all the vision for the house and so we just came in and we basically restored those rooms that she's in every single day and that was just super special for me to be a part of again it had nothing to do with we didn't use any great colors or you know we didn't even change anything we literally just fixed walls repaired areas where her wheelchair kept hitting the walls and the corners were all torn down and um fixed it all and it looks it looks brand new again and they're so happy so it was like that was actual just a ministry opportunity in and also just getting to be in someone else's home making them happy with paint so that's one of my favorites for sure well, let's talk about some some things about your line of work with how many mm -hmm. a paint company because mm -hmm. I'm sure there's lots of misconceptions that I well I know there's lots of misconceptions people have about paint and paint colors but <laughs> um, if if we could kind of dive into that a little bit if you could wave your magic wand and you could change any space anywhere what could it be what would it be and what would you do to it. Oh, goodness. And then we'll dive into all the nitty gritty of the paint world. <laughs> um, honestly, I would change my living room in a heartbeat. It is. <laughs> <laughs> my living room, our living room, I should say it's not mine, it's ours, is so hodgepodge and not, it doesn't look like anything else in the rest of our house. And even my husband is irritated by it. But it was just one of those rooms where we just kind of put all the leftover furniture and things that we had for now because we didn't really have money to buy new furniture and uh it just is what it is and i've made the most of it but i'm pretty done with that space so we're well, <laughs> you guys have not been there but like a year right yes it's been pretty much exactly a year we've been so there. you do need to give yourself some grace and that space will evolve as you know over time and you'll yes. create layers and it will get to where you need it to get all in due time. It'll get yes. there. It will Agreed. get there. I promise. I promise <laughs> it will get there. There's okay. hope. There's hope. Okay. So let's get into um, Willow painting. Let's yes. get into the questions for, to help people out there. What is the most popular question that you have clients ask you when you're coming onto the job? I know that they're always going to ask you like how much it is, but 
is there a popular question that they ask that you want to kind of set the record straight? Um, there's a couple of questions I get asked pretty frequently. One that always makes me laugh is, well, what color would you paint my house? <laughs> and I, I laugh at that because, well, one, I'm not you and, and I'm never, and I'm not going to pick your house color for you. I'm not going to do that. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things where as I've been doing this longer and longer, I realized color is such a personal choice. And, and that's actually where I start to go. If someone asks me that is, you know, we're just very different people. And I want you to pick the color that you love that reflects you that you're going to walk into this home every day and say, I love this. I'm so happy here. This is like completed the space and, and it's everything that I've wanted it to be. So that's one of the questions I get asked a lot. And then, um, kind of, I guess it's sort of a similar question is, what color is everybody else painting their house? You know, what's the popular color? And I even, you know, kind of push back on that some because I feel like as the world is moving so much faster and, you know, I don't know, you could probably speak to this even more than I can. I f- it seems like, you know, the trends just come and go so fast. And so... <laughs> So you really have to dig into what do you like? Like, don't get caught up so much in the trends because you're going to paint your walls gray, you know, six years ago and in three years it's, it's dated. So just let's figure out what you really like and then you'll really like it and not be so concerned about, well, is it trendy or not? That's, that's the other one. I a hundred percent agree. And also for legal reasons, when you're a painting company, if, mm-hmm. you, if you tell a client, oh, well, this is a good color, you should paint it, and then you paint it, and then they don't like it, yes. then, then it's on your back. So it's always good to have a third party come in that doesn't have any skin in the game. That's like, well, this is, you know, because we take everything into consideration. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at people's eye color. I look at the door when I walk in. I look at the entry. I look for clues around their homes. Mm-hmm. To see, like, any kind of hint of, like, what I could do to bring it together. I ask lots of questions. Mm-hmm. And I dig a lot. So you're so smart to kind of give it back to them to say, well, what are you interested in? What are you attracted to? What do you tend to go for? And encourage them not to lean into the trends to do what's best for them mm-hmm. and their home. For me, when I walk into a space, the house tells me what it should be. The colors never lie. They're going to look good. They're going to look good. Exactly. You know, you you can't get around that. Okay. So what should a client do to prepare before a painter comes? So let's say you've gone into the home, you've given the bid, you've scheduled to have, you know, to come to start painting on Monday at Mm 8am. Let's, let's clear the air. <laughs> when, uh, when when you when you are set to come into a home, let's say at eight a.m. at Monday, you're okay. not going to paint right away. There's so much prep work that painters mm-hmm. have to do before they even begin painting. But the clients need to do a little bit of prep work too. So, can you tell us like what clients can do to prepare for a painter? Absolutely. So. 
really it's just getting everything off the walls. And then when you're, when you're getting things off the walls, be thinking about, do I want this to go right back here in this spot? Or do I want to start fresh, you know, and have my painters fill everything and just start with a blank canvas, you know, where all the holes have been filled and patched and, and I can start with, again, just a fresh, a fresh start, or I love where this goes and it's going right back here. And I don't want to take the time to remeasure everything and hang it and all that stuff. So that's one thing to be considering decluttering the space, you know, moving the little things out, the lamps, the decor items, tucking those away. Really, that's it. I mean, we move the big stuff. We just okay, shift it around. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty, it's not too crazy. The worst is when you have your kitchen cabinets painted, you really have to move out of your kitchen completely. So that's a bit bigger deal. Right. And when you are painting your kitchen, I mean, people will ask, well, should I paint the inside of my cabinets? or just the outside and I know that that's a, that's something that clients you know get they have to answer that question to the painters do you have any feedback on that do you you know for us as painters it's it's actually easier for us to paint inside and outside because we just spray you know we spray them inside and out so we can get it all real easily but, you know, a lot of clients don't want the inside of their cabinets painted for, you know, one reason or the other. You still really have to move out of your kitchen regardless. <laughs> you still have to take everything out because we'll need to get in to mask it all off. But mm-hmm. it's, it, it's not a standard one way or the other. It's, again, it comes back to what do you want it to look like on the inside? You know, do you want to have a painted surface or do you want to keep that wood surface that you have? You know, whatever. I think that's so brilliant that you talked about um, when you're preparing for a painter about the holes in the mm-hmm. wall. I had never thought about that. That's mm-hmm. brilliant. You have to think about, okay, am I going to start fresh or do I want things hung up? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's really, really good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yay. I'm so yes. excited. That's really going to help people. Okay. <laughs> what are signs of a good paint job? I mean, obviously... I mean, I think a sign of a good paint job is prep work. Like, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, exactly. Before you even see the paint, you should see what kind of prep work they're doing. But, you know, besides that, I'm a big lines girl and I am a little bit OCD about lines. So if there are wavy, scraggly lines, then I, I can't see anything except for the bad Okay. So squiggly lines bother you. I'm so glad to hear that because I know that lots of clients will, will want to hear that you are doing a walkthrough to make sure that there's not anything that's wonky on the job site. Absolutely. We, we always do a final walkthrough with the clients and, you know, if it takes us two or three times to get it right, we, we will, we will do it. You know, the hope is that it only takes us one time, but every once in a while things go wonky. So, <laughs> How, okay. So what would be a standard room like eight by 10 or 10 by 10? And um, can you give me a measurement and just tell me if you're going to go paint a bedroom and mm-hmm. it's a standard size, it's not super big or super small. Typically, how does something like that take? 
So if I'm just going by, if I'm thinking like a standard bedroom, you know, like a 10 by 12 is kind of yep. what comes to mind. Uh, if we were just painting the walls, we can get that done in a day. If we're painting walls, trim, ceiling, doors, depending on the color, we may still be able to get that done in a day. You know, darker paints will take many coats, and so that can prolong the job. Or if you're covering a darker paint with a lighter paint, that can also prolong the job. So it just, it depends on how many elements are in the room and then the circumstances that you're painting in. One room should just take one day for the most part, but you know, if it needs extra coverage, it'll run into two days. Right. Because of the drying time. Right. Okay. Now I know that, I know that it depends on the investment level of paint. Mm -hmm. um, but how long should a paint job last? Um, if you're buying, if you're buying quality paint and getting a quality job and by quality paint for me is a higher investment point and mm -hmm. I realized that so I know that if you're you get what you pay for if you spend less money and you buy the cheap stuff and you're just slapping it on there and not preparing and stuff it's not and it's not going to last forever but somebody was asking giving me questions to get ask you and they said well how long is a paint job supposed to last and I was thinking well I, do you have children do you have pets do you have a pool do <laughs> Did you paint the woodwork? Is it painted white? So for me, there's a lot of questions. It's not a standard answer. Exactly. And that, you know, is immediately what my brain goes to is, I don't think there really is a standard answer because there's, everyone lives in their house differently. Some people are really hard on walls. It's just the way that they live in their house. And, you know, some people don't do any form of in-between maintenance, you know, as far as touch-ups go, which, you know, there's just always going to be touch-ups needed from time to time when you live in a house, unless you, you know, are the most careful person that lives by yourself with no pets, no dogs, you know, no, <laughs> no pets or dogs. Notice I put those in two different categories. <laughs> uh, no kids, no, you know, anyone coming in acting crazy. So it's just, I don't even, I don't think there's a standard answer, honestly. I, I think, you know, in a perfect world, if there was no activity on your walls whatsoever, that a good paint job should last, you know, five years, but you know, it just depends on how you're living in the house. I, I do. I think five years is a good marker because yeah. for wear and tear, if you're actually living in your home and I have a high quality paint for mm -hmm. woodwork, I would say, you know, every five to 10 years, you're probably painting something. Mm -hmm. totally. You're just going to do it. Um, and that leads me to my next question. How do you know when it's time to paint? What are some markers that you would encourage people when you start, they start to see that they need to go ahead and start doing in their investigative work to schedule a painter? And then what is the best time to get your home painted? <laughs> Good questions. So when it's time to paint, you know, again, that's going to be a few different circumstances. If your walls are looking just kind of dingy and, you know, scuffed up, you've got handprints, you've got scuffed corners, you know how sometimes over, well, over time, the sheen even just starts to die off and your walls just literally look dull, then it's time to paint. If you are noticing 
your baseboards and your door casings, you know, make you twitch every time you walk by because you just see, you know, dings here and there and scratches and again, stains or scuffs, then it's time to paint. Uh, we get a lot, a lot of calls for people who have moved into, you know, the typical brand new home where the painters have just painted everything in one color and it's all the flat paint that does not wash that, you know, was done cheaply to begin with. Those, those homes, it can be time to paint pretty quickly because it just does not last. It doesn't hold up. And so if you're moving in with a family, you may have to paint within the first two years of living there, just depending on, again, going back to what we were saying, how you're living in the house mm -hmm. and what kind of activity is happening. And then what was your other question you asked me? Well, I have an answer to this. I'm always like, I've got the answer, but I'm always <laughs> curious. I just want to hear what you would, you would say as a paint company. Um, what would be the best time of year to get your home painted? Um, the best time is when you're ready anytime. Oh, <laughs> that's such a sweet answer. But I will say logistically, mm -hmm. you are going to get, you're going to be able to get your job done faster as far as like, you know, from the, the turnaround time to having someone come out to getting the bid to scheduling it in the early part of the year. So that's, mm -hmm. you know, the painting world kind of follows the real estate world in some ways where the biggest dip that we experience will be that first quarter of the year. And so you may get the best deal on your job because that's when painters may be looking for more work yeah. and you, you know, usually when people are ready to paint, then they want it done yesterday. So it gets really frustrating for clients when they call us and they, you know, like right now, for example, when people call us and they want to get their work done before the holidays, that's already running into some time constraints for us with just how far we're scheduled. But if you go earlier in the year when we're not quite so busy and crammed with projects, you can get it done in a much more timely manner. Yeah. I was going to say for at least for the painting world from Thanksgiving to Super Bowl, mm -hmm. it's really like a dead zone because people want to have their projects done yesterday. Like you mentioned, yep. especially mm -hmm. for the holidays, they don't want anybody coming into their home while the holidays are happening or while they're recuperating from the holidays. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you're looking to paint your home and it's just too overwhelming for you, and all those points that you made, my dead time, you know, the time where I'm slower, I don't think there's ever a dead time, but exactly. the time where I'm slower, it's from Thanksgiving to Super Bowl. And even um, then it, it hits back high and then I'll drop for spring break and it mm -hmm. goes up again, just like you said, with the real estate market. So um, the colder months are easier to, to book things in. When you're wanting to paint an exterior, I know a lot of people will book them for the hotter months, but they need to be prepared that there's going to be lots of activity earlier in the mornings. <laughs> so true. We usually start at 6 a.m. if we're painting in the summertime. You have it's, to. It's so dang hot here. It's and you so know, hot in we, Texas. We actually had to just stop painting exteriors in July this year because, yeah. you know, it was, 
Yeah. It was dangerous. It was dangerous for my guys to be outside working in that heat. It, it was, it is, it was really dangerous. Okay. So let's talk about, cause you're the one that goes out to the house and you'll give the, you go and you check out the property and then mm-hmm. you give the bids. So what should be included in a paint bid? What should people be looking for to be included in the paint bid and reviewing it? Well, really, it should just be all of the details that you have discussed. So when I go out to a bid, I will walk every space with the client Mm -hmm. in detail. And what are all the things that you would like done in this space? Do you have repair work? Do you want ceilings, walls, trim, doors painted? Do you just want this? You know, all the things that they're asking. And those should be lined out specifically in your bid so that there's no gray area for the client, you know, so that it's very straightforward for them. There shouldn't be any hidden costs or fees. And I surprisingly have heard that happens in the painting world. Uh, we definitely do not do that, but I have had other people come to us that have said, well, I had this bid and I approved it. And then once I approved it, they sent me a new bid with, well, it's actually going to cost this to mm-hmm. act, you know, to do these things. So a lot of surprises can happen. And if you're getting that, then I would say it may not be the best path to go down, but everything should just be very straightforward, very clear without the surprises. It should include. So when you're looking for a painter, there's a few things that people need to look for. One of the things they need to vibe well. So when someone enters your home, if you don't get a good feeling or you're not vibing well, then Mm -hmm. maybe that's not the person for you. And that's okay. And people need to understand, you know, you may not get along with everybody, but if you have a good rapport with them, if the communication's good, if you get a good feeling, then maybe move forward with that. But if you're not getting a good feeling, then cut it off. Like there's no sense because it's just going to be painful. One of the ways that people can make sure that they have the most accurate bid and it's helpful is if they already know what products that they want and what colors they want. Because when you're going through the home, if you already know you're going to be using duration on the walls and pro classic oil based on the trim, and you know that you're going to be painting this wall oyster bait and this trim aged white or creamy or whatever. If you already know the colors that people want in their home and what products, then you can give the most accurate bid. Mm-hmm, for sure. And if, and if every single painter that comes in, the client gives that information to, then you'll be able to compare apples to apples mm-hmm. and not apples to oranges. Yes. Because one of the inconsistencies that people have when they run into bids from painters is they're not always getting the same information. You might be giving them a bid on a higher end product and they may be getting a bid on a lower investment point for their paint. So they need to understand, they need to communicate to their painters what they're wanting. Mm -hmm. So then the painters or the paint companies can give them the most accurate bid. So then there's no surprises. And then all the bids should be kind of, kind of close. I mean, if you give that information out and I've, I've tried it myself, so they should be pretty in step with each other. At that point, it just comes down to who do you like better? Who do you want more in your home? Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then sometimes it runs into, you know, we've unfortunately lost jobs because of the scheduling piece, you know, because Mm -hmm. people are looking for how fast can I get it done? And we 
can't always meet that with that's, everyone. Yeah, Sorry. that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's enough work to go around. Everybody is painting their houses and their businesses and interiors and exteriors work a little bit differently because we were talking a few points earlier about um, some painting things and that made me think. And then my ADHD brain went and it went out the door. And uh. then when I was talking, I was like, I'm going to remember that point I wanted to circle back to. I already forgot it. So we're just going to move past uh. it. <laughs> Let's go into something else. Okay. okay. I can't, cause I really want to dive into this before we run out of time. I would love to hear about the paint colors. We already talked about the exterior paint colors of your home, but mm-hmm. the interior paint colors. Okay. So it's really funny because I did not know the eye color thing that you out, but I was listening to one of your podcasts yesterday and I heard you mention the eye color being connected to colors that and oh. just, just <laughs> recently. So, okay. So to start, I'm an alabaster girl on my walls. Like I, I painted most of our other house that you had seen that we sold alabaster. And I think my accents were black magic, you know, when I was doing that yeah. on certain walls. Uh, and that was just because I had gone from the gray age to, I was tired of gray and I wanted everything white and poppy and bright and happy. And we had kind of a dark house as well. So we moved into this house and I was like, okay, I'm going to find a new white. I'm going to, you know, sample all these whites and I'm not going to do the same one. And I for sure just ended up doing alabaster again. I can't get past it. I love it. And I do pure white on my trim work. I just love the ceiling white on my ceilings. It's a good, pure, clean, bright white. And I've done some more iron ore here, like I said, but just recently in my office, I went with this really, gosh, it's like, it looks like the deep blue sea, but it has a dark, like an emerald tone to it. And it's Cape Verde. I'm loving it. Do you know this color, Faith? Oh, is it in the historical um, timeless palette? I don't think it is. I think I found it in the regular section but it could be oh oh, yeah because it's like a super dark teal yes I love it it's uh, it's really moody but I have it accented with lots of golds and it's I just love it and then we just painted the master bedroom jasper which is like a green black yes and oh my gosh I love our bedroom so much now (laughs) Oh, those green tones. And they look really good with gold. Yes. And I'm, I really love the gold. I, I know that the, you know, the, what am I trying to say? The, it's not chrome, but I guess whatever it is, is coming back. Polished. Polished. polished, But I just still love brasses and golds so much. I do too. I like the patina on them. It makes it so yummy yes it's warm I like the warmth from it I think that's what it is so those are my colors oh and my girls two of my girls really love yellow so I've got sunny veranda in one room and lemon twist in another one I do like yellow (laughs) yeah it's fun it's happy well do you have anything that you want to promote is there anything going on well uh just check out our Instagram. I mean, that's where I usually post some behind the scenes stuff. It's Willow Painting Co. 
And yeah, you, I always post things in our stories about just in progress things. And I'm just diving into reels. I'm so, so far behind on that, but I'm starting to get into that. And then, you know, I try to post some, some things just about our finished work, some good, like before and after stuff. I do a lot of that. And I am currently looking for an assistant is actually my biggest thing right now. So I'm not really promoting that, but I am looking for an assistant. So if you know anybody. (laughs) I might, I might. Well, thank you so much for sharing part of your day with us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. My pleasure.